0: Yo, today's QOD is I'm actually important here. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got my mainest man, Jake Ducey, on the show today. He's going to share a really amazing story about Dr. Wayne Dyer and how Dr. Dyer made himself, right? He he did this himself. He made himself into a best-selling author and sought-after speaker. He got creative. He went the extra mile so he can live his own truth. So the question today is like, are you doing that, and how can you do more of that? Jay Ducey is coming up.
1: Um, Wayne Dyer, if anyone doesn't know, he's like, he wrote a book called Erroneous Zones that sold 35 million copies, and it was the best-selling nonfiction book of uh, of of the 80s or it might have been the 70s. and you know collectively he sold like 100 million copies of all his books he's not alive anymore. And he was one of the most you know successful and influential speakers and authors you know uh, around. And he had a very uh, he had a very good job. He was about to be a tenured professor at Wayne State University and um, not St. John's University and you know he was, Doing great. He was publishing academic textbooks and scholarly books, and and every day he'd wake up and he'd go in there and he'd say, "What am I doing here?" And there's some of you that have been waking up every day and you're saying, "What am I doing here?" But then you just get busy and then you forget. Now, no, no, I'm fine. I just this is what it, this is what I have to do. And finally, he decided that he didn't want to do it anymore, and. He decided that he was going to quit. So what ended up happening was he wrote his first book, Erroneous Owns. The problem was the, the way the publishing industry works is the publishing industry plays a numbers game, which is basically I don't really care about any authors, and if I keep this mindset, one of them will sell a million copies just by default right? And generally, the first-time author doesn't get that benefit of the doubt. So Wayne's first print was like 5,000 books. And um, he quit his job, used his savings, and went out on his own. And the result of that was um, he had no support from the publisher. He would call every day, hey, what's our plan? Hey, what's our plan? And he had sold a couple hundred books or whatnot. And he called back the publisher and he said, hey, so how many books have I sold? You know, and they said, look, Wayne, you know, you did a good job. You know, why don't you get focused on your next book? And this is the way, you know, the major institutions function. And this is the way that it'll work. And he said, you know, my book has more life than that. I can't just go on to the next book yet. This book has life. I need to do something with it. And so um, he incorporated a company called Dyer Bookstore, and he called back to his publisher, Um, to the publishing office, not to the publisher himself, and he bought all 5,000 of his books and shipped them to his house and then he called the publisher the next day and he said hey, what's up Bill or whatever I was just wondering, uh, how many books had we sold again? And then the publisher was very annoyed and frustrated and went back over to the computer or whatever and came back again and said you won't believe it all your books are gone (laughs) And Wayne said, oh, okay. He said, we're going to have to do another print because we're behind on a few more books. And so they did another print. And the publisher told them before they went to that print, that would be the last print. And the print was 5,000 books. So Wayne decided to purchase 6,000 books. Because if he purchased more books than they printed, they'd have to go to a third print. (laughs) And that went on for like three or four print rounds where like he eventually had like 20,000 books in his garage. <laughs> and he said, you know what? I had never felt like I was more in my own truth. His result of that was he left a 10-year job. Instead of looking at what he was going to lose, he looked at what he could gain, which was finally his truth and his soul and his spirit. Right? We talked about Abraham Maslow that talks about self-actualization. He's finally decided I was going to be self-actualized with my life. So he fills his car up with books, and he's driving all around everywhere trying to do speeches anywhere that he can. The problem with that in the early stages is like when no one knows who you are, as, especially as an author. Everyone writes books now, especially with self-publicizing books. It's really hard to like get people to pay attention. So what he started doing is he would, he would drive into a city, and he had someone that agreed to do some publicity for him, a publicist in their spare time that would help him out a little bit, and he would drive into the city, and he would find the bookstores, and then he'd call, and he would say, hello, I'm looking for Wayne Dyer's book and he would talk in a weird voice and then he'd call back in a girl voice Hi, I'm looking for Wayne Dyer's new book and he would do it like four or five times and then he would show up at the bookstore and he'd say, Hi, I'm Wayne Dyer I'm in town for a little book meeting I was wondering if you'd carry my books on consignment and he would go city by city doing different voices and his wife would call in different voices and they would call five or ten times and then, they'd ch- and then he would show up and say Hey, I happen to just be in town today and he said, it didn't even matter at this point if I was selling books because I was finally living in, in, in Buddhism. There's a term called dharma, as a purpose, walking my own path. And he said, it didn't matter because I was finally living my own dharma, right? And the result of this is eventually this guy's whole thing took off, right? And, you know, sold, made you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, probably 30 million of that ended up being his. And most importantly, he finally had his life. And so there's going to be some really interesting turns and circles that are going to show up when you leave this weekend and you finally say, I'm, I'm actually important here.
0: That was Jake Ducey. His website is jakeducey.com. Check out Jake on the YouTube. It's so funny. Uh, maybe like th- four years ago. Jake's a really good friend of mine. And we went out to, to dinner. He's asking me about the internet and how to build a following on the internet and such. And uh, we go to sushi with his, his now wife and we're talking about it. And I'm like, do this, do this, and the other. And Jake just like did it. And I mean, he's built a YouTube following of about maybe 700,000 followers right now. It's pretty crazy. So it's really nice to see him go out there and go the extra mile and create youtube videos every single day and uh really help people and build that following that he said he was going to do so super proud of my guy and again you can learn more about him at jakeducey.com all right my friend i'm out peace